This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. It's another intro by the sea. I'm sitting here today at Sunset Beach in Shelter Island. I came to a new part of the island to inspire me uh, for this intro. Today's episode is myself and my brother Aiden. And it's really a lot of 80s nostalgia. You know, I, I posted a, a quick joke on my Instagram about how you, my father taught me never to lie unless uh, the phone rang and he wanted me to lie for him and say that he wasn't there. And it had such a huge response even though I've joked about this many times, I've got a lot of nostalgia routines, it always gets such a big response. So I thought, you know what? It's been a while since we had a lighthearted episode. I actually needed a guest. So I leaned in on Aiden and I was like, Aiden, you want to come on and just joke about our childhood, which he was more than happy to do. Uh, so that's going to be that's going to be the main body of the episode. But now that we're here in the intro, first of all, can I just say, that there's always a better response to um, my requests when I do them at the beginning of the episode. So please don't forget, five stars on iTunes, leave a review. We love the reviews. They they come in like little batches, but they really do help. They help get the word out about the pod. They also help the chart position. So please do leave reviews. Thank you so much for all the people that take the time to do it. If you don't know, on iTunes, on the Apple Podcasts, you scroll to the bottom of the episodes and there's a write a review section. That's also where you can five-star it. If you don't listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of these other ones, you can't leave a review. So just take a screenshot and put it up on your Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter. Let people know that you listen to the Des Bishop Podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, for the month of April still, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Des Bishop. Every morning, uh, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, we chat and uh, people uh, comment away and we're having a good time over there. So anyway, I did want to I did want to shout out to Lil Nas X for what is an amazing song and an incredible video. Uh, and uh, no surprise, very controversial. Not that interested in the shoes part. Fair play to him. Nike stupidly suing him. All that stuff I don't really care about, but it's like genius marketing and fair play to him for that but i mean Lil nas x i mean he, he creates old town road this like you know quirky hit great backstory fair play to him then he comes out as gay which is just you know it's big on so many levels because uh you know he's so popular and he's popular with young people and he's normalizing homosexuality but there's a lot about his coming out that was powerful uh you know, uh, just another step towards people not having shame about who they are, about their sexuality. So I was all down with, with, with Lil Nas X up to now. And uh, then he comes out with what is essentially like a beautiful work of art. You know, I mean, the song is fine. Like I, I like the song. I, I'm not a, a modern hip hop guy, 
but it, it's it's a nice catchy tune uh and the video is 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 beautiful and it it's provoking and it's filled with you know this satan imagery which somehow has triggered a ton of people and everyone's going for the usual outlets i i literally feel like i've gone into a time machine because i remember you know worries fears about heavy metal and ozzy osbourne was a devil worshiper you know all the devil worshiping shit which it's comical on so many levels but the fact that he's having fun with with the imagery of satan and then he, he takes over satan he's like the king of the underworld the fact that that triggers christians that one of the American governors will come out and say we're fighting for the soul of the nation. That like people are concerned about children being exposed to Satan. Like, I'm not gonna shit on religion, but can we please pretend stop pretending that the devil exists? I mean, whatever about all the other nonsense that you believe. That that you you're gonna criticize Lil Nas X because he's encouraging children to worship Satan? I mean, it's fucking fantasy. It's make-believe. It's nonsense. This is a perfect... Everyone that says our children shouldn't be exposed to this, I think this is the perfect time to let your children know that Satan is bullshit, that the devil is nonsense. It's the same as the boogeyman, the Easter bunny, and fucking Santa Claus. Find the right age where people are supposed to be exposed to various bits of truth. I'm happy with children believing in Santa Claus until they find out it's not true. I'm happy with them believing in the Easter Bunny until they find out it's not true. And I'm, I'm, I'm really not happy with them believing in Satan ever. I don't think that children need to believe in a fucking a boogeyman, a, a place that they will go if they're not good children. I don't think they need to ever be exposed to that. Let's just eradicate that. Okay, and then Lil Nas X's video isn't that triggering because it—it's just a, a joke about a fantasy character that's supposed to appeal to our dark side, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, the whole—the whole thing that triggers most people is that they consider somehow anything with homosexual undertones to be somehow more toxic than even uh, heterosexual undertone. Now, I understand you don't want children to be exposed to anything that's overtly sexual, and, you know, that's up to parents to, uh, you know, consider what's uh, what's appropriate or not for their children, and that's fine. You know, I mean, it's not that sexual. It's a little bit sexual, you know? And he's licking himself on the stomach, and I guess a lot of people are upset about that because maybe something stirred in them. And, it, you know, they, they're not used to seeing men being very sexual with each other, even though it's him being sexual with himself, which men are definitely used to being sexual with themselves. But perhaps they're they're getting uncomfortable because maybe they they actually thought, oh, that's that's like I felt something there. Maybe maybe that's what's making them uncomfortable. You know, maybe they don't want to maybe they don't want to deal with that. You know, the fact that maybe the whole the whole fucking anti gay thing that was in their brain is is crumbling before their little aroused eyes when they're watching Lil Nas X and Lil Nas X lick himself. Maybe there's that. But beyond that, the video is like, yeah, it's a sexual video, but it's, you know, it's up to parents whether it's acceptable or not. But the fact that it's homosexual should not consider it to be any 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 more unacceptable. 
It's it's as acceptable as any sexual thing within the the, the bounds of appropriateness, which I, I'm not a parent, so I'm I'm not exactly sure, and I, I and I'm I'm pretty sure that's not a there's no consensus on that, but you know people people are just reaching hard, right, trying to trying to find a reason to be unhappy about this. One rapper was saying that children love Old Town Road, and it's irresponsible for him to just drop this. But what I would say is. As I said, whatever's appropriate or not for children to see, whatever age is appropriate, I think it's great for them to see somebody celebrating their sexuality. I think that's a positive, okay, in my opinion. You know, the guy's openly gay. There's going to be loads of gay kids that are going to see that and feel more comfortable about who they are. And who the fuck needs the shame anyway? The whole Satan, any, anybody who's concerned about the imagery of Satan in this, I, I just, you're, you're gone from my consciousness i just don't care because satan is it's nonsense i mean i i think you can read between the lines about how much i think a lot of this religious stuff how much we should be paying attention to it anyway but i'm not going to get into that but satan i mean come on man i can't believe you're still worried about that like as if somehow uh, you know as if somehow our children are going to be influenced by satan what the fuck is satan's message anyway all this stuff about Satan worshiping. What what does Satan want? What are the fucking what are the Ten Commandments of Satan? I mean, it's just ridiculous. We'll see what Candace Owens was saying. I, I see she was she uh, she was having a go. Let's see what Candace Owens said. Uh, she uh, what does she say? She says. Uh, We've turned George Floyd, a criminal, a drug addict, into an icon. We're promoting Satan shoes to wear on our feet. We've got Cardi B named as Woman of the Year. And we're convinced it's white supremacy that's keeping black America behind. Yeah, you know, that's classic. But, like, Satan shoes on our feet. Like, who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's just so... Whatever, man. I shouldn't even read out her thing because it's just, like, Satan shoes on your feet. Like, who gives a fuck? Honestly, I don't care. Wear Jesus shoes on your feet. Wear Satan shoes on your feet. Wear fucking, you know, uh, Buddha shoes on your feet. I just don't care. Wear what, believe whatever you want to believe, but don't get fucking upset when other people don't believe what you believe in. You know? I mean, I, I have no problem with people being religious, but don't act like somehow that that gives you more of a right to be upset about something. And listen... <laughs> You know that we've been chatting about cancel culture on this thing. I get it. There's a lot of people being upset on behalf of others. I get that. But if you're upset about Satan, I just, I, 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 I can't go there with you. You know? The devil is not real. Tell your children that. And thank Lil Nas X for making it clear. Even if it's your homophobia that makes you say, hey, by the way, the devil's not real. He's not really uh, getting a lap dance from Lil Nas X. The devil is not getting a lap dance from Lil Nas X because he's not real. So anyway, I mean, there's not much else to go with that. It's just, I, I was shocked, actually, that people were still fucking talking about devil worshiping. You know, 35 years on from that nonsense floating around in the 80s that they're still worried about the damn devil. And they're not worried about children having guns. Do me a favor. Anyway, guys, I'm going to introduce my brother Aiden now, who is... uh came in at short notice and we're going to have a nice little laugh 
about 80s nostalgia, coincidentally enough, to bring the devil worshiping back. And uh, it's fun to just go back there. I know we've done it many times, but it's always a fun visit back. If you're if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this and this is over your head, at least you got a nice little bit of uh, outrage over homophobia. That's very much your generation. I'm down with that too. So I'll see you guys at the outro. I'll see you guys. I'll chat to you guys at the outro. So today, I, when I was thinking about doing a podcast on my own, I was like, nah, you know what? Let me call Aiden and let, let's get some memories of growing up in the 80s because I know we have a lot of listeners that that get that, and it's been a while since we really went down the nostalgia road. Obviously, I have some stand-up material about it, uh, but we always have a fun time sort of joking uh, about those stories, especially about the phone because we're we're really far away. Does anybody have a landline anymore? Yeah, I know. Like, you know, that's so funny because when he told me when he told me about this I, this idea, what we're going to talk about the topic, the first thing I thought about was phone. That's the first thing I thought. I didn't even see your Instagram. I, like, I wrote down like you know, answering the phone was such a you know. I was thinking the same story, lying for for dad. You know, like that. That's the first thing I, I thought about. Yeah, but nobody has a landline anymore. No. And, and it, the you thing, know, what comes you, you, to you mind know, to you, me most is getting, when we first got call waiting, that's one thing that always comes to my mind. You know? <laughs> call waiting, oh my God. I mean, I, I think if there's a 22-year-old listening to this right now, like the concept of call waiting. And the funny thing is that cell phones still have call waiting, but people don't realize how exciting call waiting was. Yeah, yeah, call waiting was the coolest shit. You hear that beep? It's like, oh my God, someone on the other line, you have two people on the same. Uh, hold on, I'm going to tell this stuff. You have like a three week conversation with somebody using. Uh, oh, yeah, bouncing like back waiting. and forth between call waiting. But the thing yeah, about, you know. yeah, and the thing about call waiting was that, um, you know, normally after four rings, it goes to the answering machine. But if it didn't go to the answering machine, you knew that somebody was on the phone, but they weren't answering your call waiting call. Because like sometimes it was like annoying. You know, you're like in the middle of a conversation, then the fucking beep comes through. And you're like, right. oh my God, dude. But the thing is, crazy. nowadays, because nowadays, call waiting comes through, you know who it is. So you know whether to answer it or not. But back in the day, it's like call waiting, you know, you you you, you have no idea. You, you, you could be like, fuck, now I got to talk to this person. I'm in the middle of a good conversation here. Yeah, it was like, but sometimes you'd be like, you don't want to, you're on, you're having a good conversation. You don't want to get off, but that thing kept beeping. It keeps beeping during the By the way, speaking of telephone stuff, are you just clicking your microphone of your headphones, by the way? Oh, well, you can hear it. So maybe, you know, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, it was cold. I'm wearing a jacket. I think it's, it's going against my jacket. No, 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 no problem. Yeah. yeah so, you know, like, yeah, like it's also like, you know, you have three conversations. So it's like juggling two girlfriends when you're on the phone. So, you know, you're talking to one <laughs> I, person. And I, Hold I on have one no, second. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, like, no, I'm not, no, I mean, not I, like that. that, that, that I, was just I would now. never use that example. How do you know that example, you fucking dirty bastard? <laughs> no, I was a young kid back then. I'm just saying, like, no, because you could be like saying something to somebody, hold on, and then you, 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 you start talking to someone, you realize that, oh, it's the same person you're on the phone with. You know, like, you like, hold on, I got to say that to this person. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, it's still me. No, it's still me. Yeah, there's fucking and asshole then, on the other line here. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's still and, me. And then, you know? Yeah. And then, but then the other problem was then the other person would hang up. You think you're going back to that line, then you'd end up hanging up on everybody. Then you yeah. pull them back and the fucking yeah. line is busy. It's so true, man. Call I mean, waiting was one thing that uh, jumped up at me. You know? call, oh, yeah. Gee, yeah I tell yeah, you, man. I, I, I just Because obviously we still have call waiting and like call waiting is not is not alien to a young person like a busy signal is. But like 
call waiting for the first time is like honestly i just remember being so excited to be like hold on i got to call on the other line you know like which which seemed <laughs> which it just seemed so yeah, adult like, it seems yeah what do you do you just press the receiver right you just press the receiver yeah you just press the receiver it. once yeah. and then you you switched over to this other call yeah you know yeah. which you know cuz like obviously if you like mom like worked in an office where a phone had like those six buttons line one line two line three line four line five you know the then you would press down the button like line two but it was just like suddenly (laughs) suddenly we had the we had line two it's like hold on i got a call on line two you know (laughs) yeah that's right yeah you know you know because even conference even conference conference calls back then were you know and now everyone's on a conference call you're just adding people into your conversation whereas the only way to have a conference call back in the day was there was like a speaker in the middle of the table and it was like, we have Sarah, Bob, John and Timothy here, uh, you know, and then everyone's like <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking into the speaker, you know? That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. You're all like, they're all crowding around it too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Call waiting. See, Very that's a great, funny. that's why I got you on the phone because Call waiting was such a huge advancement. I mean, I, I actually remember answering machines coming, you know? Yeah, like recording they, the answering machine too. Getting getting the opportunity to record the answering machine was a big deal. Oh, know? yeah. And then there was like fights, you know, it was like, first of all, it was like, still to this day, some people still have, hi, you have reached the whatever. It's like, we all know, just fucking leave a message. Beep, everyone knows. You don't need the fucking, was it, we had this big long speech. Yeah. Hi, you have reached the bishops. Uh, yeah. please leave a message after we're not able to take your call at the moment please leave a message yeah. like, <laughs> dad would make a big deal about it. okay let's go everybody oh yeah it was a big thing we all had to be around yeah like, it was fucking... like a huge thing recording the answer machine message oh my god and then it was but like... Then like I remember one thing was like when they first came out they just assholes that would do like the fake hello that used to be so annoying oh that People was the big joke for a while hello yeah. hello yeah hello? just kidding it's my answering machine and I'm a fucking asshole and I just proved it to you <laughs> 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 hello sorry i can't hear you hello what a, that 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 was funny for like a week <laughs> yeah i know it was so funny yeah yeah that but, would have been uh, like that was a, that was a that was a meme in 1990 <laughs> that was like a tiktok trend back in 1990 everyone doing fucking yeah, right, I know, dumb yeah. and 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 then there was like the, the the suddenly it became like you could buy music so it's like leave your name and your number <laughs> <laughs> so they like that's right like, yeah yo uh i'm not here right now oh, so cheer right now. Doing musical ones <laughs> oh my god that's right this is before the internet man you had to do you know this is before that's meme so culture true. i forgot about that people used to go crazy the answer machine message was a big deal people got real creative like you know to get a good one you know you know yeah, i mean so funny man but, but, you know, but the joke about that line about that, that was always a big deal, you know, because like dad, dad would like be looking up with abject fear because, you know, dad was in AA. <laughs> so like he had all these like fucking desperate alcoholic guys that like he didn't want to talk to if he was in the middle of his dinner, you know. So I'd be like, um, may I ask who's calling? <laughs> and to be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dad would be looking up with fear. He's like, oh, it's Jim Carney. He's like, OK, good, good. Great. Give me that. Uh, hello, Jim. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, I had this the fucking, what it was. This... I had the fucking lad screen in the call, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna name any names. I'm not gonna name any names. But there was one name for sure. A guy fucking called all the time. Obviously, he just was, must have been really struggling. 
Uh, and little did we know that we, you know this guy's fucking mental health was probably suffering. But Dad was just like, "I'm not talking to this fucking guy right yes, now." Yes. Sorry, he's not here at the moment. I'll have him call you back. Were... I'm not saying the name because he could be still alive. Oh, I don't remember his name. I, don't I do. Oh, okay, I do. So, so uh, another thing would be was was he would say, "Hey, face for me, I'm not you know I'm not home." And I would pick up the phone and be like, "Is he dead?" Like, no, he's not home. He would say, "If it's for me, I'm not home." That's the line I always remember him saying. Yeah. If it's for me, I'm not home. And then I would say. Oh, he's not here. Okay. And I sit down and dad, like, who was it? I'm like, Goldsmith. He's like, ah, shit. Fuck. I need to I, talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. He's like, it's like you were supposed to have, you were supposed to be discerning, you know? You were supposed to be discerning enough to know who to say he's not here for and who to say that's he's right, here. That's right. That's right. Yes. I didn't take the initiative when I was a kid. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Because the problem was that the lie was a very difficult lie. So what you were supposed to do is you're supposed to say, oh, he's not here at the moment. My ask who's calling, right? And then you were, and then when they said, like, Barry Goldsmith, you were supposed to loudly say, oh, okay, Mr. Goldsmith, I'll tell him that you called so that dad had enough time to be like, oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, he just walked in the door. He just walked in the door. Hold <laughs> on, he just walked in. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a whole fucking performance not to make it seem wow, like... it's amazing, the coincidence he just walked in the door, he right? Ju- actually, oh, sorry, Mr. Goldsmith. He just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the- no, the best would be like, the best would be like, uh, oh, hello, you know, mom, you, mom. Oh, no, the best would be you pick up the phone and it'd be like, someone would be like at the, someone, like you say, hello, mom, like who, they lip sync it. Who is it? They'll do the whole like, tell me who it is. You know, you can't see me now, so I can't do it. But no, you, you but no, but I know what you're saying. It's like, you know, mom is like, who is it? Yeah, I know. She's like mouthing, who is it? You know, and then you'd be like, it's Bob. And then she'd make a big, she'd make big hands. Just, oh my God, like no noise going, oh my God, oh my God. And then pick up the phone. Hello, how are you? Everything's great. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the phone was, the I mean, I, was I know a lot of comics, mind, a lot of comics. A lot of comics joke about the phone, and we all joke about the phone. But you know what? Every time we start thinking about it again, I get entertained by it. I, you know, this is, I think, part of the, the thing about people dismiss when you get nostalgic is like you're, you don't get the nostalgia. Whereas for me, even though we've joked about this so many times, I just fucking, I, I, I almost love just going back and thinking about those memories because what, if a young person is listening to this, maybe they're not that entertained, but that's because they're not visualizing the phone on the wall. You know what I mean? They're not visualizing yes. the cord all tangled up. <laughs> you know? Yes, not, the long cord. I know. I know. They're not visualizing the fact that like even Einstein could never figure out how to properly uncoil that coil. Like even though obviously you just hang the phone down and let it spin enough, nobody ever had the patience to do that. So eventually the fucking cord yeah. would then, be completely screwed up. And then we got the cordless one, you know, the cordless phone. I know, but before we got the cordless, you know, it's funny. Do you know what's funny? Before we got the cordless phone, um, you know, mom would always be like cooking and on the phone. So, you know, she would obviously like, she would have the phone between her shoulder and her head, right? And she'd be cooking with one hand, smoking with the other, talking on the phone, and then like moving around. And somehow she managed to fucking navigate the cord. But then when we were walking through, we had to fucking like limbo under the cord. You know, like 
like if you weren't paying attention, if if you weren't paying attention, you'd get fucking clotheslined by the cord. You know, you had to fucking like constantly go under the cord, and like mom would like lift it up and drop it down. She was like incredible, (laughs) incredible multitasker. You know, she'd be smoking, cooking, and then also like lifting up the cord and dropping the cord for us to come to come through. It's that's very you know I forgot about oh my god I, see that's why it's fun to it's fun to to be yeah. nostalgic because it takes you right back to the kitchen you know the kitchen I know I know the kitchen yeah. Rob Maragli was the first person to get a cordless phone that I knew yeah I mean I I kind of remember that you know I know I, I, mean, remember, I had that, I mean, that show got one late though we got one late we didn't get one really late we got everything fucking late our mom and dad yeah. were like so not fancy they were so anti progress really when it came to technology. Uh, yeah, except yeah, for video yeah. game stuff. But I just remember that the exciting thing, which I joked about in my the show when I do the jokes about this, was like the first thing you had to do when you got a phone was like, see how far, <laughs> you know, you, you could see how far you could go. So you'd like call your friend and be like, guess where I am? I'm outside, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like it literally yeah, was right. the most, it was the most yeah, exciting would, thing. The best, another thing would be is like trying to listen to other people's conversation or the way, the way people used to like, just put the phone against their chest. Amazing how like it stops all noise. Just putting the <laughs> phone against your chest. Yeah, like like because now you can mute the phone, but back in the day it was like put the phone against the chest. It's like uh, they said five hundred dollars. What do we think about that? <laughs> yes. oh my God. Like be, uh, does that even work? Was that even scientifically studied to work? I mean, I, I you know, back, it's funny. I can't remember because obviously. You don't know when people are doing it, so I, I you know, I, I may, all that mattered was in your mind. You felt like you were having a private conversation, whether they could hear or not was 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 irrelevant. You know, in your mind, you thought that you were yeah, you were muting the like, phone. Yes. <laughs> he said, you know, when you talk, <laughs> but then uh, you know, listen to other people's conversations. So the kind of thing, like, what you do is you pick up the phone. How did you do that? There was a way of doing it so people would know you're on the other line because mom could always hear. Are you listening? You could always hear if someone else was listening. To your conversation you know some people used to do that no i used to listen all the time but you get caught you know you I just can't... put your hand on the bottom part of the phone and then listen that's a, that was the way of trying to hide that you'll listen to the other conversation yeah you but know, you you, put, you i think the bottom of the phone too. was the speaker or whatever the hell that, that what we thought it was the bottom of the phone was somehow we thought that's what you need to cover the top part of the phone didn't matter no the top part you listen and then the bottom part you're covering so they don't hear your breath you know, yeah, okay. but of course we all listen to each other's fucking phone conversations. But can you believe that there's there's people there's people nowadays that like obviously a twenty year old like has never like had to tell somebody to get off the phone to be able to make a phone call. Like they've never, you know. So I mean, there was yeah, leaving the phone off the hook was a horrible thing too. Like. You know, we you, like, you don't you don't hang the phone up all the way. Like, you don't hang the phone up and go all the way. Yeah, that, that noise, that noise. <laughs> no, but we had the like, problem like, with that like, one. Ah, ah. We, we had the problem with that one fucking shitty phone because mom and dad were so fucking cheap. Like they 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 kept this shitty phone in the living room uh, that never hung up properly. Like it just it had a problem where if you weren't you know it, you'd always have to like push it back up it would it, it would often not hang up so then the phone wouldn't ring for like three hours and then somebody would be like oh you fucking the other phone's been off the hook that's right yeah yeah god the other phone's off the hook yes and we never got a second number like a lot of you know some fancy i remember some fancy people 
Like Christine Jamelli had like a second number after a while. You know, she got like a private, like a private number. Some people like fancy. Their parents weren't afraid of spending some money. So it was like you could call her private phone. So then obviously they weren't clogging up the phone. Because, you know, when we became teenagers, you'd be on the phone for, I mean, when I was, I would chat to Emily for like hours a night. I would fall asleep on the phone. I know. Yeah, I know. It was a phone, yeah. I would phone fall asleep on thing, the like phone. They're like, get off the phone. I need to make a call. You know, my mother's like, are you still on the phone? Hey, get off the phone. Right, I know, hogging the phone is like a huge thing. <laughs> yeah, because it's like five people in the house. Yeah. What? Go. What? No, no, no. That's right. No, that's good. No, that's right. No, you said you just thought of something. Yeah, it's not. No, you should talk about kids in their 20s. They have no, they have no idea what we're talking about. This is so alien to them. No, I know. That's why I just... I just and I think like having to memorize someone's number too. Like a 20-year-old kid don't have to memorize anyone's number anymore. I know I joke about Yo. that all the time. I still remember everybody's number. I don't. I, I don't know Hannah's number. I don't know Hannah's fucking number. The only reason I know some of Hannah's number is because I don't have a CVS thing, so I have to put in Hannah's number for the CVS. I was putting in Maritza before. Yeah, Hannah. right. But so now I nearly yeah. know Hannah. I want number. to start memorizing some numbers because I just feel like we're in a jam. You should have the number memorized. You know, Dude, I still remember. I still remember Rob Maraglia's number, Marcello Mariani's number, John Joya's number, Christine yeah, Jamelli's number. number. I remember Audrey Arnold's I number, Sandra Olick's number. I still know all their fucking numbers. Sandra Olick. But I don't know Hannah's number. I'm going to marry her. I don't know her fucking phone number. I I know Sandra Olick's number. I haven't called her since 1989. <laughs> like, you know? yeah, it's like I have, you know, yeah, three five seven. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I mean, I I still remember John Houlihan's number. Yeah, right. You don't forget Matt these Sullivan's, numbers. Katie Montano, Kerry Doherty's number. I still yeah, remember. yeah, I still remember Shannon Doherty's number too. I, yeah, I, I'm not going to say it out loud because I they I'm probably not still have say the same loud, number. Yeah. PJ Puma's parents still have the same number, so yeah, I'm not going to say it out loud. I think Owen's still on the same. Owen's mother's still on the same number too. Like it's crazy. But we were three five seven six seven six one. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Which, you know, I even remember before you had to dial the area code. I actually remember when we were 212. I remember changing from 212 to 718. Wow. Yeah. That's that's how old I am. Yeah, so I know that, yeah, it's crazy, man. Of course, you know, one of my earliest memories is uh, getting cable for the first time. That was <laughs> What, do you remember that was getting amazing. BQ? Do you remember getting BQ cable? I remember getting. I remember the day we got it. I think it, I was like 1986 at that point. Was it 86 we got it? I, I don't know the year. I just know that up until then we just had but like I, ABC, NBC, whatever. 
Yeah, obviously we had the what did we have twelve channels back then. We, then we got cable. I remember you got you were all like, "I want my MTV." You were screaming like, "I want my MTV." Well, that was like, their I'm, campaign ad going on. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "I want MTV." I had no idea what MTV was. I was just cheering it with you guys. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. I, I mean, had no I watched idea MTV. I, I watched MTV every single morning. In fact, I remember the day before we went to school. MTV was on, and John Bo- John Bon Jovi "Shot Through the Heart" came on. And I thought it was the most amazing song I'd ever heard. And I distinctly remember going into Miss Mackin's class, sixth grade St. Kevin's, and telling everybody, have you heard this song, Shot to the Heart? Because it's the most amazing, like I literally thought it was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. I know, right? MTV. I mean, I remember all those. MTV was a huge- Music videos. Yeah, and MTV was Ma- just- Madonna's "Like a Prayer" was super controversial. Yeah, that's which right. is I remember that. Yeah, which I was yeah. thinking about the last couple of days because people are getting controversial about Little Nas X's video. But you didn't see it, so it doesn't matter. But you know, some of this stuff. You know, sometimes people think this shit is new, but some of this stuff is you know as old as Elvis. You know, contra- controversy sells ticket sales, but "Like a Prayer" was a was a huge. They boycotting Madonna because she was using Dude. Jesus imagery. Whereas meantime, I was just waiting for it to come on so I could choke one out because I thought she was super hot. (laughs) (laughs) Because we didn't have porn back then, so I had to wait for fucking. I had to wait for. I had to wait for Madonna. What? No, sorry. I'm just go ahead. No, I was going to say I had to wait for Madonna to come on MTV or Lita Ford. I mean, people probably don't remember Lita Ford, but she was like a, like a blonde rocker. Madonna would come on, and then sometimes it was just like some videos, like like fucking White Snake, fucking Tony Katine was so hot, so it'd be like, oh yeah, I'm fucking, I'm choking one out to this. Yeah, this you that's all we had. Off there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like Spice Girls was for me, you know. What I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's yeah. not true. No, yeah, I man. I remember, remember. You know, yeah. I just remember that when cable yeah. came out first, we had Showtime. We were a Showtime family. And uh, that's right. Even so, the, the big thing then was like recording movies. So we recorded Back to the Future. We recorded Beverly Hills Cop. And we recorded Top Gun, Commando. And like still to this day, those movies that we recorded early on, we then watched over and over and over. That's right. And still like, love we, those movies. we still quote those lines to this day. Love those movies, man. Love all Commando was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Remember when I promised to kill you last? I lied. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Back to the Future is still one of my favorite movies. But yeah, that's right. I know all those lines. Yeah, he's dead. Dead tired. Dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So people. What does he say at the end? What does he say at the end when he throws the thing into his? He throws the pipe into your. Let out some. Guy? Let out some steam, Bennett. Bennett, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> let out some steam Bennett for those yeah, that don't know what we're talking about Commando was uh, after Arnold Schwarzenegger became huge with uh, Terminator he had a few he had a few big big movies and uh, one of them was Commando uh, who, you know and his daughter was kidnapped his daughter was Alyssa Milano that's right yes she was so who was more famous today for being a, a sexual assault sexual harassment advocate but back then she was also the uh my, my one of my fantasy girlfriends in fact i had posters of Alyssa milano on my wall <laughs> that's right yeah yeah she was in who's the boss but anyway so ado tell you tell your because uh, the other thing because obviously you know, well, i have other stuff that you know i could i have you know another one of my memories of the 80s when i was 
This is, I was in whatever grade it was, first or second grade. And I, you know, it was like a big deal. We all gathered in all the kids in the class to watch the, I can't remember the name of the spaceship. To, yeah, to the go Challenger up. blew up, 1986. The Challenger blew up. That was hugely, like, as a kid, I remember that was hugely traumatic. It was like, fuck. You know? Yeah, dude. It's like, we're all gathered up. It was like, let's go. And then it explodes. And the teacher's like, okay, kids. <laughs> I know. Man, that was huge. 1986, was Krista, huge, Ma- Krista McAuliffe, and then all the horrible jokes afterwards. And, you know, people people think a lot of this internet hatred shit is like, a new phenomenon but that shit was out back in the day it was just word of mouth as opposed to like a hundred shitty tweets uh the second after it happened back then it was like within a couple of weeks there was all these shitty jokes what 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 uh what phone thing is going on for you there oh sorry it's my phone i have to i have to put on airplane mode sorry yeah no but well this is what i want to talk about so i call you now facetime audio with my wi-fi or i call you on whatsapp audio with my wi-fi or we're fucking recording this on a zoom call it's all free other than the cost of my wi-fi and when i moved to ireland it was like a huge deal how expensive it was to talk to mom and mom always had to call me i could never you know i could never call mom i never had the money to call mom you know and like when i lived in 1990 essentially till till i got a cell phone in 1996 i talked to you guys once a week while I was in Ireland and like mom would always bring up how expensive the telephone bills were until she finally was able to get some like special plan as you know, the long distance calls got a bit more like, you know, I guess a bit more competition or something. Suddenly she was able to like lower her, lower her, her long distance bill. But like, it's, it's hard to fathom how much, that has changed because like long distance calls used to be like a massive thing. I know it's amazing. Yeah, it's true. Whereas your, your memory of, uh, (laughs) your memory was call and collect, which is another thing that young people wouldn't know. Uh, which, you know, like it's funny because the only reason why young people know about collect calls nowadays is like they listen to, um, serial and it's like you are receiving a collect call from the something something correctional facility <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> sorry no that's, that's so true it's so true like like when you tell younger kids now you used we used to use pay phones like oh you had a tough childhood yeah well i mean you know it's so true but it's just they, amazing that pay phones are out of existence that's a crazy thing you know yeah i mean like honestly the first time i was able to call mom myself from a pay phone was when ireland got like phone cards i mean phone cards in ireland were like a huge development you know telecom aaron phone card five pounds or ten pound phone card so then you no longer needed coins and then suddenly all the phones had cards and you fucking slid your card in there it was a fucking humongous so every now and then i would get a phone card and call mom because there was like some special event or 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 even i would just like surprise her on like a tuesday night and the break of study in St. Peter's and be like, mom, it's me. And she's like, oh my God, that's man, this is too expensive. <laughs> you know, phone cards. But did, um, the U.S. never really got into like uh, phone cards, like stick it in type phone card, right? That was never like a thing. No, I know. Yeah, the phone card thing I never really had to deal with. I just had to deal with, you know, my mother would, you know, mom would drop us off at soccer, give us change. And she would always be like, you know, you know, you call mom from the payphone to come pick you up when you're ready to be picked up. Yeah, and you, you had know, to hope so. the payphone fucking worked, you know? The disgusting yeah, 
disgusting fucking payphone. Like when you think about it now, they, they all seem so fucking dirty, you know? Yeah. So obviously what we used to do is we call mom collect, right? So what you do is when you call collect. Oh, by you, the way, in call- Ireland, in Ireland, in Ireland, a collect call was reverse charges. So be like reverse the charges. Right. But so, yeah, that's right. so yeah. for the Irish listener, we're talking about reverse charge calls. Yeah, so when when we were when the eighties though, there was still an operator. That's the crazy thing. You still talk to an operator. So you That's dial right. zero. So you had to dial Hello? zero, right? Yes, you dial zero. And there's an operator. So you'd be like, Can I make a collect call? You know? Yeah. But then as I got a little bit older, there was an automated message. So you'd so you dial zero, make a collect call. They're like, okay. Then it would send you to an automated message. Then it would be like, please dial the number. Then you dial your number. And it'd be like, please state your name after the beep. And you'd state your name. And then, you know, you got, call you, mom. You, you, got, a, you, got, you got savvy, though. Yeah, of course. You got savvy. So so what did you do? What happens is when they ask you, yeah. So after the beep, you say your name. And then my mom picks up the phone. Like, hello? And I'm like, would you like to accept a collect call from mom? Come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> the messages you throw in that, two, in that one second was like unbelievable. And then, and and then, mom, of course, would say, "No, I don't accept the charges. It's ridiculous." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we just have to, we just have to hope she got the message, you know. <laughs> yeah, Yoba wasn't dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But was, Michael John always wanted to do it. He always Michael John. We're doing that. He want. He always wanted to do that. Yeah, because then you could buy you know? five five bazooka Joes with your fucking twenty five cents. <laughs> yeah, like we'd be on Main Street. Mom, come get us at Main Street. We're 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 back from Sunnyside. <laughs> I know, but when you think about it, like, you know after sports and different things like you know we weren't that old really like you know we had a lot of freedom like i feel like we had a lot more freedom when we were like 11 12 13 14 than like a lot of kids nowadays and we'd be like hanging out on the streets of queens like hoping our parents would pick us up but like no phone no like we're on the way so you'd just be like fucking standing there hoping that that she would come you know what i mean yeah it's crazy now it just seems like you think about it right yeah god you know, like now it just, I think it gives most people anxiety to just like think about standing there not knowing. I mean, I can't even handle if I like go into a restaurant and I forget my phone in the car and like I won't even be able to just sit there and not go back and get my phone. It's like I'll have to get it just in case, even though it's like I lived the entire first half of my life. Well, I'm 45 now, so I got a cell phone when I was 21. So, okay, so I'm a little more than half my life with a cell phone. But for the first majority of half of my life, I didn't have it nor need it. And it just seems so crazy now that we we feel like so lost without it. I know. Yeah, I'm so dependent on my phone. It's crazy. Do you have any? I mean, well, iPhone do, didn't come out till I was 27. When you think about it. I know. I mean, when you think like, like you iPods. Know, you're already old. Like, it's crazy, right? I know. But like that's another thing about the '80s that I always look back and think is crazy. Like no seatbelts. That's the other thing. You know, yeah. you always think about that. Like I remember when it was made legal, and I still. You know what's terrible? You know what's terrible? I'm such a fucking relic. Still to this day, when people are like in the back seat, buckle your seatbelt. I'm like, no, back seat. You don't have to, because that was the law. The law came in. <laughs> the the law came in. You you, you buckle your seatbelt in the front. But not in the back. So now, when like a fifteen-year-old is like, "Oh, you buckle your seatbelt," or like in an Uber, you know, somebody's like, "Buckle your seatbelt." I'm like, "I'm in the fucking back, yo." <laughs> I'm, such a, <laughs> I'm such, I'm such a relic, you know. Even though all the science has proven that it's definitely better to buckle your seatbelt in the back too, 
you know, but of course I, I still fucking hang on to, you know, we were jumping all over each other in the back. Yeah. Back in those days, putting a seatbelt on was a, you, you were considered it's, not it's important. It's important. Like Carl wearing a seatbelt was like a demasculating thing. What are you wearing a seatbelt for? <laughs> I don't have, <laughs> I know Trump. I bet you Trump still doesn't wear a seatbelt, but, uh, yeah, right. You know, like I don't have kids yet. You don't have kids. And like, because I haven't had a kid yet and I haven't got into that world, there's still a little part of me that like when when our nephews were a little younger, I never did anything dangerous, but in my mind I was just like, Whatever, Kieran, get in the front. You know, like I couldn't give a fuck. I still have like I still sometimes yeah, have like a little like, bit oh of an, I still have like a little bit of an eighties mindset of like, whatever, bro. Like, what are the chances? Come on, let's go. It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's right on the rooftop, Uncle Kevin puts on the rooftop. Let's go. Okay. Oh yeah, like you know, but you know, listen. I, I, I'm down with the safety. Of course, a lot of guys our generation yeah, think like it's right. gone too I mean, far. I remember but when the commercials came out too for the seatbelts. You know, like now they even yeah, say like right. dogs. Dogs should, should, you know, you should have like a dog seatbelt. But I haven't, I haven't gone that far yet. You know, I have, I haven't, I haven't gone That's, as as far as the. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about before you go, because we're just having a laugh here. One of the big memories I have of going back to New York, like in the early days of college. So like I went to UCC 1994. I did not have a computer. In fact, I, I, I never sent an email. I didn't send an email until 1998. But um, you guys at back in New York got a computer and like mom had AOL. And like I remember going on the A, like I'd come back to New York, whatever, during the summer and I'd be on those fucking AOL chat rooms. Oh my god! I thought that shit was the most exciting shit ever. Yes, yes. Did you guys get into that? But, you were quite uh, yeah. young. No, I, I started doing AOL chat rooms definitely, but like that was even like you know I'm talking like ninety three, ninety four. I was like thirteen, fourteen. Started doing a little bit more of that, you know, chatting a bit. I never got too into it though. I tried I a little. Know, bit. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention you know. any. I'm not gonna mention any names, but like. Some of my friends were like so advanced. Like I go over to his house and he'd be like fucking like talking to some girl and they'd be like, you know, mutually masturbating and shit. And I'd be like, holy shit. I can't believe this. This is fucking insane. I was so fucking innocent. You know, I was just like, oh, hey, woman in Texas. Nice to get to know you. And we'd be chatting. I was like, <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day we'll meet up. You know, what's it like down there in Texas? Yeah. You know, oh, your parents are Mexican. Oh, cool. Tell me about your culture. <laughs> other people like, what are you wearing other people like, I know, uh, but like yeah take it off take it off <laughs> she's like what are you wearing like well this is my dad works in Burberry so I'm wearing yeah I got this for free <laughs> this was supposed to be for the homeless people but he takes the homeless bag home to us <laughs> are you alone are you alone actually yeah I'm alone I like spending time to myself <laughs> yeah uh, yeah actually I'm in my living room but everyone's asleep Um, yeah I know it's freaking whatever people yeah, yeah, you know but that was more like the 90s you know that i know that was 90s. that was 90 stuff that was that was past. dialing up the modem yeah that's like early 90s but the 80s stuff is but uh, yeah like internet changed everything though the i know i fucked it all up man fucked you it know? all up now kids can fucking watch whatever they want on youtube we had to wait till saturday fucking morning to get cartoons like you know it's amazing that kids can watch whatever they want to watch at any time on their fucking iPad, even in a restaurant. It's like kids being annoying, give them the fucking iPad. Whereas like we had cartoons in the morning and then a few cartoons around the time you get back from school. The rest of the time you were restricted to boring soap operas or news. And then Saturday mornings was like our time. It was like, wow, there's so every car, every network had cartoons. Cause like, I don't know if you remember, but when we were kids, 
you'd wake up in the morning, go for school, and there was only two, only Channel 5 and Channel 11 had cartoons. Channel 2, Channel 4, and Channel 7 had like real That's stuff. Right. So you were just had like those crappy, I think it was like, like I think He-Man, you know, there was like certain cartoons that were on every day, G.I. Joe, but then Saturday was like the special cartoons, Saturday yes. morning cartoons. But now kids can watch whatever. Morning cartoons. Yeah, now kids can watch you know whatever they want. Yes, all the there's time. None, there's, none, there's none of that build up. The build up to wanting to know what you're on a Saturday. Excitement for Saturday. Saturday morning cartoons you know, like, were so exciting, man. Wake it up, yeah. Like the kids don't have that because they could just get what they want whenever they want. Like that's the thing, programming and yeah. I mean, we used to watch cartoons. Crazy. We used to watch cartoons, and then obviously we were being we were being advertised to we didn't realize it whereas like now these kids watch that fucking ryan kid and literally the show is the advertisement they just they just cut out the middleman it's like now it's like let's watch ryan play with product that we're going to want to buy the minute we see him open the box yes i, I, I don't mean, even like know you think when i when, as a kid thinking about the 80s you know you definitely pr- things being sold to you you know like the commercials slip Slip and slide, slip. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wanted to slip and slide so fucking bad, bro. And yeah, like, I know. Then you would yeah, get it, everyone, and it was you, such a letdown. It was such a fucking letdown. Not that we, we didn't even have a good enough garden. Did we? You know, somebody you had one? a slip. Somebody had a slip and slide, but I just remember it was not as fun as it looked. Yeah. No, I think we got one once. The problem was our our fucking garden was so shit that like the ground, New York summers, the ground is so fucking hard. You can fucking slip and slide; it still cut you up to pieces. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of some of the board games, the '80s board games. That uh, doesn't matter. We, we, I gotta go in. Yeah. You, you did a great job. All right, man. all right. You did a, you did a fantastic job. We had a, we had a bit of a laugh, a bit of nostalgia, just a bit of lighthearted comedy. April first. I had very serious episodes this month, a lot of them. So, uh, because I, isn't it yeah, amazing that you guys, are still, you guys are still locked down? And like we literally thought we were going to beat this by washing our hands and not touching our face. Somebody messaged me the other day jokingly because I, I did an Insta story and I touched my face. And they were like, don't touch your face. And I was like, oh my God, do you remember that? Do you remember when that was what we thought was going to beat the fucking virus? Yes. Not touching your face? Yes. Holy just, shit. It was just a little, just only, just a year ago, we didn't know anything about this virus really. I know. You think about it. Not touching our fucking face. But, um. But I'm vaccinated. Yeah, you know. Tomorrow, and then, tomorrow, I'm two weeks from my second dose. So tomorrow, I'm full. I'm in full immunity, bro. All right, man. Well, all right. Do you, you thank you. I hope sure. your audio's okay. Oh, the audio will be fine. Don't worry about that. I'll, I'll tidy up. You sound fine. Yeah, that was great, man. Listen, I really enjoyed that, man. I really enjoyed that. That was one of my funner ones. Thank you. Don't forget. Are you still at Ado Bishop? Yeah, Adel Bishop. Yeah, at Adel Bishop on Instagram. Aiden, keeping it real over in Rialto. I'm over in. I'm over in New York. Aiden helping us out with the nostalgia. Check him out. He's been posting some uh, some stand-up clips. And uh, so uh, we'll, I'll talk to you soon. So thanks, guys. Uh, thanks to Aiden coming in short notice. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to Little Nas X for dropping a song, giving us something to talk about. Um. Thanks to anyone who leaves a review this week. Thanks to my Patreon subscribers. Thank you to the beautiful little Pecanic Bay for slowly rolling in your little mini waves at me on this rocky beach. Beautiful April 1st, April Fool's Day. I'm not a big fan. Um, 
We'll be back next week. Now, listen, I, I've gotten very organized all of a sudden. The fact that I didn't have a guest this week did not come from not trying to get a guest this week, but from trying hard to get a guest this week. I am. I have so many guests for next week that we're gonna get. We're gonna get. We're gonna get a good stock of episodes coming in because we are soon about to have Emma Willman, awesome New York-based comedian, Garrod Farley, 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 Garrod, Garrod Farley who is uh, going to come on. I actually wanted him to come on and talk to me about Lil Nas X, but uh, he wasn't around this week. And um, we're also going to have Tony Cantwell, who's uh, really sort of blown up online, Irish comic, but he's really sort of blown up online. I've become more and more aware of him, you know, via the internet. I've never seen him perform live. But the more he popped up, the more I was curious. And uh, I've been following him, and uh, I reached out to him the other day. So he's going to be on. So over the next three weeks, we're going to have some great... Great episodes coming up. So I uh, hope you're looking forward to that. Anyway, let's uh, let's get out of here. And uh, we'll be back next week. Um, uh, with all, with, I'm not even sure which episode is going to be next week. It's just so exciting. I, I've never been so organized in all my life. Comedy starts tomorrow night, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm going on stage tomorrow night. This will probably be tonight for you guys. I'll put this up on Friday morning. Getting on stage tonight, according to you guys. And uh, I don't know. I've never been great at prepping. So I'm just going to be getting up there. This weekend is just going to be my get back in the game. Probably won't be doing anything too new. Just get my my comedy sort of mind going. And then then we're back in the game, man. Then we're back in the game. I don't know what's happening in Ireland. My agent contacted me the other day. And uh, she was... You know, and wondering if maybe we're not going to be back to full capacity in the autumn. So I don't know. I don't know about the Mia Mama tour. I really don't. It's it's heartbreaking, really, how slow it's been in Ireland, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But I'll keep you posted about that. Um, I hope we don't have to postpone again, but you really just don't know. Personally, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do a limited capacity Mia Mama tour. I want to go back when that's full capacity. Um... But if Ireland's not going to be fully open, I guess I can do a run in New York, get that show real tight. So when I bring it back to Ireland, I'll have that thing really five stars, you know? But I I just don't know. Well, I'll keep you posted on that too. Um, At Des Bishop on Instagram. Aiden is at 80 Bishop. We will chat to you guys next week. Thanks. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.